girls, they want to have fun. <laughs> Welcome back to another Dear Shandy Bachelorette recap, listeners. Hello, Andy. Hello. How are you today? I'm doing quite well. Quite well. Even though episode three, would we agree, left a little to be desired? Yes. Yes. It left a morsel to be desired. A morsel. Do we have any housekeeping before we get going? I don't think so. Nothing? It's very hot. We have nothing? Gosh. We should have thought about this before we started recording. <laughs> Okay, no housekeeping. You guys get off easy. I wonder if they even like housekeeping. They're like, we went bowling. We did go bowling. <laughs> no. They're like, you can axe this segment. We don't care. No, no, they care. I, I had a, I mean, not to toot my own horn, but I, I, I had a good game of bowling. Yes, you, you worked your way up. Every time you need to warm up into it, and then your second game, yeah. you're on fire. Yeah, you gotta just, you gotta get in the zone. There's just one, there's one spot on that lane you gotta hit, and when you find it. You stay there. You're home. <laughs> Bowling is one of those things where I, where I always imagine myself to be good at it. And then when I do it, I'm like, oh, wait, this is harder than I oh, remember. Oh, I know. I have those things, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What's one of yours? Um, tennis. Yes. That's a good one. Yeah. I'm like, tennis, you just hit the ball back and forth. <laughs> like how easy it looks on yeah, the TV. Totally. Okay. Shall we get recapping episode three yeah let's do it okay so episode three of season 20 of the bachelorette picks up with a man chat where brayden is saying that there's a lot less men than mm. there were before and andy you corrected with fewer trying to pick my battles that, oh is that you picking your battles yeah <laughs> it's a low hello bar for, for battle picking stake my flag yeah the that less one, fewer thing. that one always gets you yeah i don't know why others don't but that one does. Uh -huh. I think it was one time when I was in school, like someone really scolded me. Mm. Like I got a, I got a real talking to about the difference between less and few. Yeah. And I always remembered. It's up there with so-and-so and I's date. Yeah. Well, that's the king. Charity arrives in a metallic pink leather jacket. Mm. And I liked this. Mm. I wouldn't. It was just like actually the Kelly Green leather jacket from last week where I'm like, I respect the choice, but I wouldn't wear it. But like, she looks amazing. She pulls mm, it off. Yeah, I'm not going to weigh it on that one. She she takes risks, which I appreciate. She apologizes for ending last week's barbecue early. That but, is not a nice thing to do. People no. like barbecues and they liked them <laughs> to go on for a long time. <laughs> I generally find barbecues go on for longer than they need to, though. Yeah, we're not barbecue people. That's why. Most people like barbecues. Yeah. We don't eat meat which is a big problem. So we're going to have like grilled eggplants. Yeah, but a barbecue is no not that. about the eating, really. It's about the socializing. Yes. Drinking. More about the drinking. It's about the drinking. That's the other issues. We're not big drinkers. Yeah. <laughs> well, we sound like a lot of fun. <laughs> Come party with us. She says she does feel her husband is there, though, so she wants to be very intentional. I don't oh, understand how that yes. explains the barbecue canceling. you got to be intentional and you got to cancel barbecues. But she says, don't worry, we're heading to Oceanside, California. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will admit I had never heard of Oceanside, California. I think there are a lot of Oceansides. Really? I feel like there's Oceansides everywhere there's an ocean. <laughs> there's Oceanside, comma, whatever state yeah, like is every on the state ocean. that has an ocean on its border has, has an Oceanside. Brayden will get this first one-on-one -on -one date of the week, which is kind of a big deal because it means that instead of taking a hot, sweaty, long traffic trapped bus good. to get to Oceanside, California. Usually a hot, sweaty, long is not followed by bus. So 
impressive. <laughs> he will take the helicopter with Charity. And as they drive off, we hear the guys packing and speculating about Brayden's likelihood of coming home. So, of course, cue villain music, yeah. as we've come to expect with Brayden. It's very powerful. Yeah, it, it convinces people that he's bad. Yeah, well, it's like a laugh we don't track. want to spoil how we feel about things, Andy. Oh, I'm, I'm just saying, uh, yeah. totally unbiasedly, it is a laugh track and a bad sitcom. Oh, it's, it is truly like a laugh track. Like sometimes I'll watch a sitcom and catch myself laughing at something that's not remotely yeah, funny or that I don't find remote. Laugh. Yes, I was told to laugh by the laughter. And I'm like, wow, that really works. Yeah. And it's just the same thing. The villain music, you're like, oh, oh, someone's not here for the right reasons. Oh, you're showing Brayden and playing that music. Okay. Uh, it's only because I'm so well-trained in this sport of Bachelor that I can see through that. <laughs> they, of course, fly right over the mansion. and Brayden cackles at this, which, of course, is seen as like a evil yeah, thing, I suppose. He calls it cruel. And I thought it was funny how the guys reacting were like either waving, giving them a finger, or giving them the peace sign. <laughs> It Mixed really, emotions. Yeah, it ran the gamut. There was a bit of everything. <laughs> the guys drive in the steamy bus, the aforementioned steamy bus, and Xavier is knitting. I thought this was Very so cute. cute. Yeah. Everyone else was like, oh, trying to sleep, and Xavier's just like. And you know what I liked about it? I don't think it was performative. I think he was just like, of course I'm going to knit on a long bus ride. What else am I going to do? I totally agree. I don't think he was doing This was like iPhone footage, and I got to say, like, dirty iPhone footage, <laughs> like, you oh, know, yeah. and the screen is like cloudy. Oh, yeah, it was terrible. Yeah. But they, they, they took it. It was secret. He didn't know people were doing that. It wasn't like there was a crew there shooting that shot. It made me fall in love with Xavier even more. I know. He's slowly rising to my favorite. I, he was already at a close second for me. And yeah. now I'm like, I just love Dotton so much. <laughs> you really love Dotton. It's between the two of them. OK, so Braden and Charity's helicopter lands inside Petco Park. Yeah. AKA America's number one ballpark. I mean, that just shows you how many people have pets in this country. They love their pets. Petco Park. That it is... literally, the, just the things you get for pets mm -hmm. creates enough money that they're like, you know what, let's have a, a giant park yeah. in a big city. Well, first, no, there's a big step in between. Let's have a huge corporation, like a Walmart of pet stuff. Right. And then that's going to be so successful yeah, nationally that they're going to then They literally sponsor. don't, when you get a stadium, you don't know what to do with your money. That's it. Yeah. That's the final stage. You're like, what do we do? Like, do we invest in new things? Do we pay ourselves more? Like, we've paid ourselves too much. Let's yeah. just get a stadium. I have to admit, I like Petco and we don't even have a pet. Sometimes yeah. I just like to go inside of Petco. Is that an embarrassing confession? It, it, no, no, it's it, yeah, it is embarrassing, <laughs> but it's also cute. I mean, I think we just love animals and we, we need to get an animal. We do need to get an yeah. animal. I mean, I can't. We've get been the talking cat. about it a lot. Everyone who asked me, why don't I have a cat? I can't get the cat. Yeah. Can't have a cat. No, it breaks my heart. Oh, I think we may get a dog. Yeah, I've been chipping away at this for quite some time. And America's number one ballpark. Is that like who gets to claim that? Is that official? Who who decided that? Well, that's the thing everyone gets away with. Every place. There's so many places that say we're the best, the number one this, the number one yeah. coffee, number one pizza. And it's all lies. But, but <laughs> it's, it's all lies. It's all I lies. Say. But no one can come after them mm -hmm. legally. Like, how can you prove? Like, what's the metric you're using? Is mm -hmm. it the way people smile after they leave? Yeah. Is it the number of dollars you make? Is it the number of items you sell? Yeah. I don't know. No one can argue that. Number one ballpark. That feels so American to me. America's number one, using the term number one and then ballpark. Everything about that is American. But also, you know what else is American is, is someone's famous thing. Like some guy's famous thing. Oh, yeah. Like Pete's famous hot dog. Uh-huh. Like who said it's famous? Why is it famous? He said it's famous. I, I gotta you know, trust I him. trust that more than number one. 
Because at least then you can be like, oh, as seen on TV kind of thing. It's like, oh, people talk about it. It's a thing. Famous is more of a bold statement. Like you got to be somewhat known to say famous. Number one, what does that even mean? You got a lot of confidence in famous things because (laughs) I've had some so-and-so's famous thing. And I'm not sure what it was famous for. I will admit when I used to visit New York as a tourist with my family, like if you'd see so-and-so's famous deli, I'd be like, oh. It yeah, must that, be famous. That, was it famous? I mean, did it taste famous? It didn't taste famous, but it looked famous. So, in other words, you're you're proving my point is that it, it wasn't famous. I have to assume that because they are somewhat famous, they have the balls to say that they're famous. Oh, I think it's the opposite. I think because they're so not famous, they say if we say we're famous, people will think we're famous, and then maybe we'll become famous. Oh, oh, you know, I would just never do that. I know you're Canadian. <laughs> I'm talking about America. In America, we lie. In America. Okay. So they go inside this ballpark and they're given Padres jerseys. Padres? Padres. Okay. That's the name of the baseball team. I figured. And they play catch. And this was very cute. One of the throws hits Charity right in the face. I mean, that looked like it hurt. Yeah. It's a she, baseball, She right? was so cute about it. She, she it was, was just like cartoonish. Yeah. And then she was like, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. It was these little moments. Like, I'm like, yeah, that's Charity. Yeah. It was so endearing. Yeah. In her ITM, she says, to think he considered leaving because of how foreign all of this is. I had to take note of this because last week we were led to believe that he was saying he was considering leaving because Charity had kissed other guys. And if she didn't say the right things and he was his bags were packed and all that stuff, this reveals that. It was in the context of how foreign it all is, which, by the way, is a very valid reason to consider leaving. Extremely valid. Yes. I just had to point that out because this already is a discrepancy between what we were shown last week. Yes. And and now. Anyway, so the guys arrive at their hotel in Oceanside and shout charity off the balcony. And okay, I didn't need to say that because we're back on the date. (laughs) Sometimes I read my own notes. I'm like, why did I write that? (laughs) It's important, though. I'm very thorough. Yeah, you're good. Now everyone knows that the guys moved into their hotel. (laughs) They need to know that. What about the the people not watching the show? They need to get a feel for what's happening. As the Time Magazine article. The Time Magazine. (laughs) Yes, there are people who don't watch the show. So the people who don't watch the show, now you know the guys have moved into their hotel. As seen in Time. (laughs) Okay, so Charity and Braden sit and talk about how amazing this first date is. They kiss and then there's silence. And Andy, you said, okay, time to talk about something serious. Mm-hmm. And they oblige. Braden says he's struggling with feeling amazing with her. But then when they're apart, he's afraid the experience is too much. This is definitely the theme of Braden, is him yeah. having doubts when they're apart. This happens, by the way, all the time with contestants. But I think it's not usually combined with a contestant who's as, I guess, flamboyant and really like extroverted and seems kind of like a party guy like Brayden. And so it's construed in really the worst way possible, but it is not uncommon. We get this at least a couple times a season where a contestant's like, I'm I'm great with you, but then when we're apart, I'm really struggling. But that's the most normal reaction. That's what people should be looking for. Yeah. (laughs) To be honest, I think Brayden, when I look at Brayden, I think you know, sometimes we talk about AI contestants mm-hmm. and they're usually leads. Yeah. But I think you, I look at Braden and I see an AI mistake. Like you put into <laughs> AI, like, how do I win The Bachelorette? Mm-hmm. And the AI is like, and then it comes out, it's like dangly earrings, man bun, 
um, you know, scarf. ask big scarf when it's hot, like talking about how you don't feel comfortable in the situation. Yeah, dances. Talking about how you're un- un- upset about people getting kissed. Uh-huh. And and this is Braden. I'm telling you, Braden put into chat GPT, yeah. how do I win the Bachelorette? And yeah. he's doing all the things. I'm not saying he did that, obviously. I think he's sincere. But I do believe that everything he's doing, even when he's doing things that you think will hurt him, uh-huh. are exactly what he should be doing to win. And he's giving himself the best chance he has. Oh, I don't know if I agree with this. Right. Because I feel like the AI contestant would be more like an Aaron B, the guy that says all the right things no, that- and then is like, I'm protecting her honor, all that stuff. No, that's the old. That's like that's like 2017 AI. Uh, the new chat GPT, it's like, no, that's basic AI. No, I'm going to go another is, level. No, this show is basic. Yeah, the show gotta, is basic. The fact that the fact you're wrong. I'm sorry. The fact that Brayden is given villain music, it's more basic than that. It's like he, you cannot look at the nuance of what he's saying. He's not saying the thing she wants to hear. Therefore, he's bad. Mm. Cue, in fact, cue villain music. He says he's afraid of the experience being too much. Literally, the bad music begins. Okay, AI is not perfect. <laughs> Okay, so Charity's not okay with this, obviously. She interprets this as him not seeing her as being worth fighting for. Mm. <laughs> I love how the nuance can always be seen in the, like the wor- at the worst yeah. angle. Oh. And now we have a man chat at the hotel. The group date card reads, Ken, you feel the love tonight. And going on this date are Joey, Aaron B, Michael, James, Caleb, Aaron S, Sean, Xavier, Tanner, Adrian, Doughton, and John, which leaves Warwick. And the guys seem very perturbed at this choice because it turns out Warwick is so quiet that none of them know anything about him. Yeah, we, I don't recall hearing him say anything. And that doesn't mean a lot that we're not seeing that because, of course, they edit out the personalities of most of the right. guys on these shows. But the fact that none of his housemates, his roommates, know anything about him other than he's a nice guy. Yeah, says something. It says a lot. Okay, so it's the evening now. Charity, we have to talk about her outfit, is wearing white cutoff jeans with white booties. A beige, I loved the color of this, beige leather bomber with a beaded crop top, these double hoops with crystals. I just loved this look. I once again would have, I would have preferred a big bouncy ponytail with this look. It would have been more like sporty chic, but she looks fabulous. I mean, her style's on point. Yeah, I feel like you like Charity's fashion more than any lead I can remember. In She's a while. up there. She's like top five for me, which is really saying something because there's been there have been some well dressed bachelorettes over the years. Who's your number one? <sighs> number one, JoJo. Mm. Yeah, JoJo had great style. Yeah. What about Caitlyn? You like Caitlyn too, right? Yeah, Caitlyn also great style, but JoJo is just like every single look. You're like, oh yes, everything. Like for whatever this the purpose was, whether it was casual or dressy, are you laughing at how excited I'm getting? Yes. <laughs> and her hair, she did different things with her hair. Mm. It was just this, it wasn't just the outfits, it was the styling. All right. Yeah. Okay. I, I just I got my answer. I'm like getting excited <laughs> talking about it. <laughs> Want some water? Okay, so they sit and talk. Charity brings up Brayden thinking about leaving. And she says it makes her nervous. Brayden says he didn't leave and it's scary. He's been in a relationship where he was cheated on, felt invalidated, and made to feel small. And he doesn't want to experience that. And this experience, meanwhile, forces him to walk back through that trauma every day. I thought this was interesting. I don't think he's totally wrong. If you have issues with having been cheated on, you know, your trust, obviously, is really, it really takes a hit. And in this case, you're expected to trust this person that you've really only just met more than 
the fact that they're kissing all these other people around you. Like if you if you're already struggling with trusting someone, then you're really testing that here. No, I agree. And I also think it shows that you're really in it if you feel that way. Because mm. if you were just there for like a, a gag. Oh, I totally agree. Because I remember on my season being like, I should be more jealous than I am. And yeah. look, I'm not that jealous a person generally, but in the early stages, I think in that in, in that situation when you're not sure, you should be a little bit jealous. Like if you're like I, the fact that other girls would come back from the dates with Juan Pablo and I'd be like, oh yeah, you know, they've got a great connection. Like to me, that's a sign that maybe I'm not in this enough. I I actually think the show is like the X games of jealousy. Mm. Like, like, you know, we, we talk in our Q and A's a lot about how jealousy is not a good trait, but that's in like way different situations. That's where like you're walking down the street and you like maybe glance at a good looking person. Totally. I think it's like, what was that? Fear factor? The old reality show? It's called fear factor. This is like, oh, you're afraid of snakes. Well, you're going to lock you in a pit that's totally dark, filled with snakes for like three hours. Uh That's what the bachelor is for people who have (laughs) jealousy issues. She says he's putting so much pressure on himself and he says he's going to push through for her. He writes, you're worth trying for on a baseball, gives it to her. She writes a novella on another ball, <laughs> gives it to him. I feel like this was like a, like a naked gun sketch. Oh, yeah. Where like he writes some cute little like three word thing and totally. then she writes like a page and some other person comes over and it's like every little like white Moby part. Dick is on the baseball. <laughs> Something about that felt like a microcosm of yeah. straight relationships. Actually. She's like, hold on, let me get a softball. <laughs> Charity in her ITM says that he gave an honest answer. She doesn't need a perfect answer. And she gives him the rose. Mm-hmm. I'm sure causing groans all across America. Yeah, everyone's pissed. Care of. <clears throat> about to care of. <laughs> Don't deny us all a jingle. It sounds like there's a jingle on the tip of your tongue oh well that's a big assumption but if you must know (laughs) care of care of care of yourself today oh wow i gotta say you really pulled that one out meanwhile i'm holding a lot of chocolate protein because this is literally how we live now this one is almost done you get upset when we're running low and that's why we love the fact that care of also has a subscription service so you can get it delivered every month i need at least three backup tubs I get nervous. So, but I have been working out more as we've discussed. And I now do pre-workout protein and post-workout protein. That's a lot of protein. Yeah, sure. So Care-of is a subscription service that delivers high quality supplements, vitamins, and powders directly to your door. And what makes Care-of so special is that everything is personalized. All of the things that are recommended to you are based on the quiz that you take on their site, talking about your lifestyle and how you've been feeling, how you want to be feeling. And then doctor backed recommendations, they'll say, you know, you could use some of this supplement in your life. This powder could help you. This vitamin could help you. You know, it's nice to have your hand held. We here have for you, Andy, the Prebiotic Plus and the Chromium and Apple Extract. These were based on your quiz. And I love how 
These are super travel friendly. They say hi, Andrew, and have a little quote or tip each day. Mm. And just what you need in there. There's nothing more, nothing less. And to make you feel better, you can sleep at night. The packaging is compostable. Of so, course it is. Yeah, of course. They thought of everything. So right now, our listeners, the Shandies, can save a whopping 50% off your first care of order by going to takecareof.com and entering promo code SHANDY50. That's 50% off your first care of order at takecareof.com, promo code Shandy 50. Andy, you're really cradling that protein over there. <laughs> so Andy, we are officially in summer. It is summer. It's hot, which means that when you sleep, you're hot. Dank. <laughs> I wasn't going to leap to dank, but we all know that that can happen mm-hmm. when you're sleeping in Not bed at night. in cozy. <laughs> You're like, cut to the chase. We're talking about Cozy Earth. We're talking about Cozy Earth bed sheets, which are made from viscose from bamboo, which beyond being just, I mean, there's a million reasons why that's good. It's more sustainable than cotton, super durable, it never tears, but it is also cooling. If you think about it, how insane is it that almost all of us sleep with the same sheets in the dead of winter versus the heat of summer? Temperature control is the most important aspect of getting a good night's sleep. It's true. You don't want to be too hot. You don't want to be too cold. And it's awful when your only options are like, okay, I'm going to have nothing on top of me or I'm going to be too hot. And then the monsters get you when you have nothing on top. The monsters? They do. They come out from under the bed. You need the sheets. The sheets protect you. Yeah. They're like, oh no, cozy earth. They don't know what (laughs) to do with sheets. (laughs) And of course you are wearing your cozy earth lounge pants, which you wear for every recording ever of this podcast. Mm -hmm. No shame. (laughs) No shame. And they look good as new. Every time we wash them, there's no pilling. There's no fading. I mean, look at those. Look at this. The proof is in the pudding. That's the same pair he first got. This is not some new pair that we're pretending is the original pair. I got to be honest with you. It's getting a little weird. Oh. Like, <laughs> I feel like I've been beaten by my lounge pants. Beaten, yeah. I've been beaten. Yeah. They won. They're like, like I, you're aging, we're not. Yeah. And Cozy Earth bed sheets have been on Oprah's favorite things list for five years. Five know. years of Oprah. Uh-huh. Oprah putting her name on these sheets for five years. Yes. She can afford the most luxurious, most expensive sheets in the game, and she still loves Cozy. That says everything you need to know. So for a limited time, save up to 40% on Cozy Earth. Go to CozyEarth.com slash Shandy and enter promo code Shandy to save up to 40 40% now. Try them for 100 nights. If you don't sleep cooler, send them back for a full refund. That's CozyEarth.com slash Shandy. So the next day charity, it's the Barbie date. And appropriately, she is wearing a bright pink outfit with a satin blazer, a bustier crop top, shorts, and matching platform sandals. Yeah. Obviously, this was over the top in a Barbie way. I thought it looked fabulous on her. Jojo and Jordan are hosting this date. I think this is actually a brilliant crossover. Oh, yeah. I will say it didn't live up to what it could have been. No. In my opinion. But they had the right idea. Yeah. We knew that what was happening. We knew we were being sold something blatantly. But this was the perfect cross-marketing opportunity. Yes. And they just kind of dropped the ball Well, especially in how the guys had different outfits. Yeah. And they were like different themed Kens. I thought that that was brilliant. Great. But to me, this should have been more so uh, like photo shoot date or something Mm. like that. The fact that they had to write songs and then they didn't show all of the songs. I kind of felt like it came and went and I didn't really know what happened. I I always feel like 
these kind of things are who's going to embarrass themselves the least. It's not about what's going to be the most fun. It's just like who's going to be the least mortifying. Yeah, but then in that case, you don't need Barbie right. or Ken outfits right. for that. Like, right. I don't think they needed to dress up to do that. They the could have just done an 80s thing. Yeah. Like, tonight is 80s song night. Yeah. Like, go embarrass yourself. Yeah. They used up two solid group date ideas and blended them together, and it made both of them weaker. Yeah. This was a photo shoot. You are right. Yeah, in my opinion. Okay, so the guys arrive. They show a video of Simu Liu greeting them because he's one of the Kens from the Barbie movie. Uh, and he tells them all to put it out there because charity is worth it. He says, quote, charity, I'm rooting for you and hope you find everything that you're looking for. And Andy, you said, but what you won't find is me in the same room. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, he couldn't uh, be bothered to yeah, show up. He's too big a enough, star. Didn't get enough of the old grin. <laughs> Isn't that funny that sometimes they can get these people? Yeah. Simu Liu. He's yeah, they too tried big. again. They're like, how much is it going to be to get you in the actual shoot? He's like, you can't afford that. Do you think it came down to money? Because they all have to do press. Oh, I think it def- it's always money. Like if they gave him the right amount of money, he could have been in the middle of shooting a scene for a new movie and be like, I'll fly there and I'll fly back. I'm thinking like that Top Gun remake where they had those two actors. One of them played a fairly major role in the movie. Yeah. Those guys, you're telling me that they were just given a paycheck to show up? Or do you think it's more likely that they have to do a certain amount of press for the movie they're in and they get to say, you know, one of the opportunities is this crossover with The Bachelorette and one of them's probably like, oh, like I'll do that one. Sure, I'll do that. Yeah, you know, that's interesting. I don't know the answer to that. Now that I'm thinking about it, maybe it's in their best interest to come on The Bachelorette. 100%. It's in their best interest to promote the movie that they're in. It may be because they felt that the numbers aren't there anymore. They felt that wasn't worth (gasps) it. Oh, my God. Which makes me sad. This is the canary in the coal mine. Yeah, this is the canary in the coal mine. They couldn't get You know, Seymour Lee was a big star, though. I mean, he's not like... He's, he's not, not Ryan Tom Gosling. Cruise, yeah. I mean, you know, he's big. He's, he's big. in the moment, yeah. but he's not huge. And I think that they no, he's sort of too did, big to they get did on. the calculus and they were just like, it's hmm. not totally worth it. You give Bachelor 2014, 2012, we're there. Uh, we fly him in, private jet. Wow. But I don't think it's, I mean, look, it just all comes down to numbers. It oh, all comes down to dollars. Brutal, brutal. Okay, so the guys have to put on their Ken themed outfits and rewrite the lyrics to Girls Just Want to Have Fun as a love song for charity. And like I said, I just thought this was trying to do too many things like the outfits were totally lost by the fact that they then had to go sing off key in front of an audience there was just they were trying to do too many things at once so the prize is one-on-one time with charity a little bit of time Mm. between this never looks like a desirable prize to me no it always feels forced and like a throwaway yeah if you get the whole evening like joey did last week that's different i think you should win money and time with charity Time with charity is not enough. You need no, money too. No, yeah, it's nice. It's nice, but you know, a little cash. I love how you think about that. All everything to do with this show is comes down to money. Like Simulio, they didn't pay enough. I think when it comes to really mortifying yourself, money mm. helps. Yeah. Like if someone's like, you got to walk around, you know, in the street for ten minutes, totally naked. Yeah. Like I'm not doing that for a dare. I'm not twelve. Yeah. Like show me the money. There's a price. There's a price that I would do that for. Yeah. Well, what's the price you would do it for? Uh, the, for me exactly $250,000. So walk around how much naked? 10 minutes walk around the city just just in the neighborhood totally naked and not if anyone asks me questions like what's going on I'm like what's what's the problem? Like I can't say I'm doing it for it for money. Oh, I would really have a hard time with that. It's very hard, but is it not $250,000 hard? 
I mean, that's life changing money. Yeah. I, I would prefer not to think about things like that. They stress some, me out. I know it stresses you out, but if someone comes to you with that offer and you turn it down, we're going to have a fight. <laughs> Marriage ending. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So Dotton is astronaut Ken. He's totally tone deaf, but it's somehow adorable. <laughs> James has really good pitch, yeah. actually. I was impressed. Yeah. Because when you think about it, I hadn't really thought of it until I watched them trying to sing Girls Just Want to Have Fun. The melody is not given to you by the accompaniment. Right. And Girls Just Want to Have Fun. Like, yeah. this is actually kind of a tough song if you're not a musician I or agree. musically inclined. I was trying, after you said that, I tried to sing it. And I, there are parts that are, like, really, there's, like, a lot of half note yeah. transitions. Where like, uh, wake up. In the middle of the night, my father says, what you gonna do with your life? Oh, daddy dear, you know I'm still number one. Oh, no, you're still number one. But girls, they want to have fun. <laughs> That's the one. That's the hard note. Yeah, they all sort of found their way a bit more towards the chorus. But I actually think this is kind of a tricky song. I'm just giving them, you know, some some grace. Oh, yeah. Their, no, it's a hard one. Yeah, for the yeah, universal. you got to really focus. You can't be having fun. You can't be like, ah. Yeah. you got to be like. Girls, they want to have fun. <laughs> Caleb B seems to be a really decent singer, but even this, like, why don't they show more of this? Why? This is the fun stuff. Yeah. And it was just shown in a montage. We barely saw any, like, full performance except for Sean. Yeah. Who, okay, so Sean truly serenades Charity now, also off key, but he really makes yeah. eye contact charity loves eye contact you know i think it's easier if you're so if you have no pitch mm. i think it's easier to commit because you know it's a joke yeah like if you're close that's the worst is yeah. when you're really close and you're committing then people are like oh dude <laughs> like for example i'm gonna do a guy who has almost good pitch but okay. not quite who's trying okay and you're gonna see what i'm talking about okay all right this is gonna be actually hard this might be harder than singing like perfectly. Oh, this is gonna be very difficult. Oh, I'm gonna try it. Okay. Okay. I wake up in the middle of the night. My father says, What you gonna do with your life? Oh, daddy dear, you know I'm still number one. But girls, they wanna have fun. That was it. That was pretty that good. That was terrible, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. As opposed to this. Oh, I have to work. Yeah, now, now you have to be totally off key. Okay. Totally off key. <laughs> I wake up in the middle of the night. My father says, what you gonna do with your life? Oh, daddy dear, you know, you're still number one. Oh, wow. But girls, you wanna have fun. Yeah, no, good, good, good. I did it. No, you, wow. That, I did it. What you just did is harder to do than one would think. I'm, I'm literally hyperventilating. <laughs> so, I'm so stressed out. Yeah, what, you, what you're doing is you're painting like Miro or Picasso. Mm. Like you're going to that childlike state before you learn. Oh my to paint. god, that's, so, that's the best knowledge you've ever had. That's exactly what it is. Uh -huh. To sing when you know how to hit. I look, I'm not I don't have perfect. No, but pitch, you've good but pitch. It's decent pitch. Yeah. It's I have exactly decent pitch. Yeah. When you have decent pitch, to try to sing slightly off pitch yeah. is exactly what Even you're talking when about. When I sing off pitch intentionally, what I'm just doing is singing like a quarter tone or a half tone lower. Yeah, you know how to yeah, hit it. Yeah, it's like you all calculated. It's, yeah, calculated. it's mathematical. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so of course Sean wins because eye contact always wins. Yeah. So poor Caleb once again gets yeah. snubbed. This is the second time now where he's not chosen. I think she's just not into Caleb. She's not. If she were in a Caleb, she would have given him VIP from Dodgeball and she would have rewarded his excellent singing. I think Caleb is there for a joke. Yes. 
And, and he knows it. Yeah. No one knows it more than Caleb. That's the whole art of WWF. Oh. Is knowing it's a joke yes. and, and fully committing to totally, it. Totally. Totally. Well, it's not landing with Charity. No. She seems to know that he's there as a joke. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, you're not, I'm not making out with you. Okay. So the snippet of their conversation, I got to say, oh my God, I wrote is a joke. Yeah. The snippet of her conversation with Sean, they're on the pier. And then it feels like, it's like, oh yeah, I feel connection. Yeah, I feel connection. And it honestly feels like she just cuts straight to kissing. Cause she's like, I don't want to talk to you anymore. Oh, we'll, yeah. we'll just kiss. I would feel the same way if I was a woman with Sean. Sean. Yeah, I would just want to kiss him. I don't want to talk to him. Oh, uh, he seems like a nice enough guy, but eh, I, just, I just want to kiss him. It's moments like this, this little mini date on the pier. I was like, oh, that is a tough job she's got. Tough job, and she is good at it. You know what? She, I this, I think there's two things. One is Charity either loves kissing, just loves it. <laughs> she just any kiss is yeah, good. Yeah, but the Bachelorette needs needs to seem like that, and that's how good at being a Bachelorette she is. Right, but I think the the part B is that. <laughs> She actually uses kissing as a way to stop. 100%. I would probably do the same thing. So what is it possible that she loves kissing and is able to use it as a, as a vehicle to stop the conversation? I think that she's using it as a vehicle to stop the conversation. So she doesn't necessarily love kissing. I think she loves kissing people she loves kissing. I think she has the benefit of loving kissing, even if it's someone she no, doesn't really love that much. you're falling for it. Oh, really? I think you're falling for so it. So you're saying that she she's she's selling us that she likes kissing. Even though she doesn't. <laughs> I think she's telling you that she likes kissing all the guys. And that makes her a really good bachelorette. Because mm. with Sean, I don't think she's interested in talking to him or kissing him. Hmm. But she wanted to reward his eye contact. Probably when they got talking, she was like, oh, wow, there's really nothing here. Let's just kiss so they can get their sunset kissing on the pier shot, which they did get their money shot. And then she's like, OK, phew. Oh, so she's using kissing as, as a basically a get out of jail. I think most women in this situation would do that. Interesting. I but would totally I, do that. I, that I, I would too. I, as I said, I said I was going to kiss Sean before talking to him. I said that. <laughs> so I think... I love how you tried to turn that into when I told you so. <laughs> this is a very... I very, told you I would have kissed Sean. It's very unflattering. I told you so. <laughs> but I think Game of, of Roses, I'm speaking to you, clues, right? Mm -hmm, yeah. Should have a kiss count. I think that Charity may have kissed more guys than I've ever seen a lead oh, kiss. Oh, I don't, I don't think you're right about that. I just feel like there's a lot of kissing going <laughs> I love that on. That you're bumming that off on another podcast. Yeah. <laughs> do your work. Like, you guys track things. Yeah. You do that. <laughs> <laughs> there's a fantastic ITM of Aaron S's here that says, "You want a pretty boy? Go chase after Sean. But look at me. I'm a real man. You know who's wearing this." <laughs> This cropped, like, glittery tank top. That was unbelievably <laughs> yeah, he amazing. He said it with a complete pan face. Like, he forgot what he was wearing. He completely forgot. You know what that's like on a Halloween where two guys are, like, beefing with each other uh -huh. suddenly, like, at a party. And we're just like, yo, bro, come at me. Yeah. Come on, let's go right here. Yeah. And the guy's dressed as, like, Princess Peach. <laughs> okay, so it's the evening now. Sean arrives. He rejoins the group singing. Which is not received very well. This was such a strange choice. Why did he do this? Why did he arrive singing? It was, you know what? He has a bad read on, on things. Yeah. He was like, oh, I'll just I'm lightening the mood. The guys have probably been made to wait around like crazy while he was off making out with Charity on the pier. And it was just such an odd choice for him to arrive singing the song that won him the one-on-one the -on -one time. Like, I don't understand what universe 
that would be well received in. It just yeah. felt very gloaty. And Aaron S says, are you an only child? <laughs> <laughs> that was good. I love how that's like an insult. Are you an only child? Uh, only child syndrome. OCS. Wait, is that a thing? Yeah. It's generally a little like a, a little more selfish. Really? Yeah. Because they get everything. They were the only child. Yeah. Every All the attention was paid and they expect like a lot of attention. Yeah. It's not universal, but we have a friend uh, in my type friend circle okay that we we always refer to as ocs who or which friend well i'm not going to tell you no i will bleep it oh oh really is he an only child yeah really oh yeah and does he act honestly i think he's pretty he's pretty uh generous guy but yeah he's there's some ocs tendencies okay huh. interesting charity arrives now in a pink coat quite a long pink coat a black mini blazer dress with cutout details on the sleeves with hmm. crystal bows and a pearl belt and matching crystal embellished heels this was pretty fabulous in an evening wear barbie kind of way i don't know if i would have been like that's an amazing like i love that if it weren't the Barbie themed date, but mm. man, did it ever work for mm. this date? Works in a Barbie environment. She looks beautiful. Okay, so she toasts, and then Sean inexplicably grabs her first. It felt like he had made a deal with the devil in the interim between his makeout on the pier and this evening group date. It's like, like a producer had pulled him aside and been like, okay, so if you sing a lot and pull her first, you're going to last longer. And I mean, he did end up lasting. Because Sean, up until this episode, had been pretty low key. He's feeling his oats from that Ken and Barbie competition. Oh, so you He's think feeling that he, his oats. you think he got a little puffed up, yeah. he gained a little confidence and it, it... Absolutely. Wow. He's ready to go. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, and it's not going to be good. Not I agree. Gonna end well. No, I don't think it's a good move. No, it's not, not a great look on him. I don't know... It's not uh he he strikes me as the kind of guy who should be really back laying in the cut, like just real chill. Yeah. Like he, it works. It works. He's like a nice looking guy. He seems very, very mild mannered. Mm -hmm. Like just just be yourself. You know, I think part of the issue is that he doesn't commit enough. If you're going to be that villainy, then you got to really commit. You got to not give a shit about yeah. anyone else. He but, half asked. Yeah. But later on, James is like, if I go home, like. Like, that'll really suck. Like, I won't get time with her because you did this and this and He's this. He's like, well, don't deal with it, dude. No, he doesn't say that. No, He's, that's what he should say. Yeah, that's what he should say. You should commit instead. Sean's like, oh, yeah, I would feel bad. Yeah. No, <laughs> so, no, it's not the right answer. No, it's like, it's, not. it's like, don't hate the player, hate the game. Yes. So John has one-on-one -on -one time. We have to talk about this mm. because we had a lot to say about this. I wrote, it's more of the usual aggressive smoothness of John's yeah. as you called him Andy you called him one year Johnny by now because last week we were saying we like John we really like John we were rooting for John mm. but sometimes not sometimes it's at this point all the time it feels like John is just smooth and there's nothing else that's it and maybe he'll get his one on we know he's getting a one-on-one -on -one. maybe then he'll reveal why he is the way he is but it just feels so it almost feels planned when he was like, so I played I played guitar for my church, but I don't sing. I think if I sang, I wouldn't be single. And she's like, ha, ha, ha. It just felt like he knew he was going to say that before he said it. Totally. <laughs> That's how it felt. And I don't want to malign John because I love John. And I any like I don't want to be like, oh, because he's Asian. But it's, it is rare that you see a guy really be a potential front runner who's Asian on this show. So I, I can't help myself. Yeah, okay? we're rooting for him. Yes. We want him to do well, but he's he's playing it too safe. He's being too controlled. You know what? He is. 
He's the AI Bachelorette contestant. Yeah, he's the old. He's like the 2017 no, AI. No, he's the 2023 AI Bachelorette contestant. It's oh, John. Oh, you're right. It's you're not right. Aaron B. It's John. It's him. He stays out of the drama. He's smooth. He makes jokes. They're yeah. like kind of self-deprecating. Oh my God. And sometimes he lays down judgment, but it's very thinly veiled. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, anyone who's here for spring break should really leave. Yeah. <laughs> he does. He, he plays the narrator. Yeah, role. yeah, yeah. That's a good AI. Thing. Oh, yeah. You want to play a little narrator. Something. If you get the, the job of narrator, you're going far. Honestly, it was during this conversation that I really felt like he has a solid chance of Bachelor. Oh, yeah. And I am happy about it, but it's a little bittersweet because I would really love it to be because he's so authentic. Mm. And I'm not really getting that so far just because it does feel like one year Johnny. You're right. One year Johnny. (laughs) Anyway, I look forward to be proven wrong. I hope I am. And now we get Dotton. I thought this was really, really sweet. She takes him to her suite, her room. Because she knows that he's struggling with all the cameras. And she's like, I wanted to take you to a place that's a little more like intimate. Very thoughtful. And now Dotton says that in past relationships, he felt he was the one his partner was learning from. But he also wants to be someone who learns from his partner. He's saying things. He's saying things. Things. Yes. Mm -hmm. It felt so authentic. He's several gear Dotton. (laughs) (laughs) The worst nickname ever. Several years. <laughs> it's like that's that's an AI. Like you ask AI, you're like, think of the worst nickname possible. It's several gears. What's Dodden. the most gears that can be had? Like six gears. Five, I mean, technically, I think a race car has like ten gears. Really? Which always stresses me out. Like I like honestly, in a five gear like standard car, I'm already super stressed. I think we can call him ten gear Don. I don't know if several gears. Ten gears? No, he's let's take he's it easy. Like, he's not ten gears. He's like seven feet tall. He's like a three gear. <laughs> He's like a bike. He's like those old, you know, like three speeds. Okay. It's like the city bikes. Three speeds. Okay. You got your, you got your unbelievably loose, your normal, and then so heavy that it hurts your thighs. Okay. Dotton says that watching Charity, she's such a competent person and he really wants to learn from her. She tears up at this. She doesn't get told that a lot. It touches her soul and they make out. And Andy, you said if she goes for quality, she's going for him. 100%. Charity in her ITM says that no one has talked about her in that way ever. Wow. And zero surprise, she ends up giving the group date rose to Dotton. Woo! It's a big day for us. Yeah. For for us, it's about us. us, We we finally made it. (laughs) All our hard work paid off. (laughs) I mean, he was our number one. Yeah. Wait. No, no, he was. I I, I jumped on that bandwagon. (laughs) No, he was not my number one, but I I saw him as a very strong dog person. He was our number one. Like for us. Yes. We give him the rose. Yes. But we didn't necessarily think he was the number one on the show. Yes. But this conversation changed it. We weren't sure last week if he was the vibe for charity. And this conversation, I was like, oh, it felt like home. It felt so adult. Oh, he's, I I say he's, he's one of the great candidates. Yeah, contestants. Contestants, sorry. (laughs) I am running for Bachelor. (laughs) Okay, so the next day it's Warwick's one-on-one. We hear the guys talking about just how shocking this is. Uh, It's evening only, which I got to say feels a bit like a throwaway. Whenever a a one-on-one date is like only in the evening. Yeah, something wrong. Yeah, something's wrong. Something's a mess. If she really wanted to spend the whole day with him, she would. They take a limo to the Belmont Park Carnival and they have it all to themselves. The most expression we ever get from Warwick is finding out that they have the park to themselves. Although in retrospect, I don't know why he was so excited because it turns out parks make him incredibly exhausted. 
Yeah. I mean, I kind of agree with him. Oh, 100% I agree. Yeah, but the, it, but if you're on The Bachelorette, you should try to keep it together. Oh, that's the issue. Okay, so quickly they ride rides, blah, blah, blah. It becomes rapidly very apparent that they have nothing to say to each other. Charity nothing. takes issue with the fact that he doesn't scoop her ice cream for her. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I guess is that chivalry? I suppose I maybe. Yeah, I mean, it's hard. Scooping ice cream, especially if it's really frozen, uh, it's tough. Forearm you got ice cream. good forearm action. Yeah, totally. And well, the key really is to, you know, dip it in the water. Oh, that's right. The hot water. I never knew what that was until like my most of my life. I was like, why are they dipping the thing in water? Why oh. do they have to be so clean with the thing? And then I realized it's hot water and it goes through the ice cream. I don't cream even faster. know if it's hot water. Well, it's it's not cold. It's lower temperature than the ice cream. (laughs) (laughs) At dinner, it's basically an interview because Warwick doesn't say anything. She asks him about past relationships. He says he's been in two relationships and that they ended for whatever reason. (laughs) Amazing specificity. I loved him. And you know what? I think he's telling the truth. I think they literally ended for exactly whatever reason. Yeah. And it says a lot about him that that's his takeaway. Yeah. I wonder if the if the exes would also word it that yeah, way. Yeah, they'd be like, he's right. I got nothing to add to that. Or they'd be like, he didn't say anything. Yeah, it was nothing. <laughs> she asks what his best attribute is in relationships, and he says, I don't know. <laughs> good answer. <laughs> and then she says, well, for example, I pride myself on being a good communicator. And he says, oh, yeah, I think a weakness of mine is communicating. <laughs> <laughs> Big reveal. Andy, you were dying throughout this whole conversation. Yeah. I like how she's teaching him how to have a conversation. It it felt very educational. Yeah. Like he needed that. Yeah. He needed to be fed even what his bad trait was in relationships. Mm. How old is work? Uh let's consult I'm trying our trying to malign his generation if I can. Increasingly greasy legend. Oh, he's 27. Construction manager. Huh. What is that older? I than can't you would garner expect? anything from that. I don't yeah, know. It doesn't no. give me anything. It's a right it's down exactly the middle. Exactly what I didn't age. want to hear. Yeah. <laughs> Warwick says that he's reluctant to get in relationships <laughs> <laughs> because he doesn't have experience. I mean, oh, oh what does Warwick, that even? What's he doing? What does there? that even mean? Does he know what show he's on? It, it felt like he was just dropped. Yeah, like as a dare. Show. Yeah, like someone entered him into the Bachelor that thing i don't uh-huh. know how that works and then he just was like oh shit i actually got picked yes and all his friends were psyched but he was like oh god i don't I'm, this is i don't know what to do with me. this totally charity says they're on different pages she can't give him the rose and he's like okay yeah <laughs> bye he hops in the car and when he's pressed by his producer about what happened he's like oh we were just on two different pages <laughs> so he literally just par- oh my god he parrots back what she said yeah he didn't even have his own thoughts He's we like, whatever she pages. said. Yeah, we were on different pages. And then yawning, he said that they'd be wasting their time. And then the rest of his car ride is just him yawning and yawning and finally passing out. And his producer's like, Warwick? <laughs> Hello? Amazing. I want, like, I'm always, you know, I'm always looking for the fourth wall. Like, how was this edited? This is no. what it is. Like, he, it was crickets. Yeah, I think this is who he is. I think there's something mysterious part about Warwick that we don't know about. Like maybe he's a really fascinating character. I think he's probably shy. He's definitely shy. Introverted. Super introverted. Very inexperienced in relationships. Yeah. I mean, we learned that. And it's this is not the setting. And he's not a performer. Him. He's that's the big difference. Yeah. He's not a performer. He can't fake it. Yeah. And 
I gotta say, I was amused. I was entertained. I by was this also date. entertained. Yes. And you know what? He didn't seem uncomfortable with the fact that he clearly wasn't performing. He even said in the ITM, and I, I felt it was sincere. Yeah. He said, "I think this is going really well." <laughs> Yeah. I think that you're right. That's what the magic sauce was that made him so funny was the fact that he was totally fine. Totally fine. with. It. He thought it was going just swimmingly. Anyway, it's now the next day. Brayden says he's having a hard time fathoming getting down on one knee and proposing at the end of this. Dating, sure, but an engagement is huge. Cue bad guy music because God forbid. Yeah, I got to make sure we know. Yeah, two weeks into this process, you cannot envision yourself getting down on one knee. Aaron B., takes note <laughs> okay so now it's the rose ceremony cocktail party joey and his one-on-one time he just shows charity letters that his grandfather used to send him this is a real i gotta be honest like it's nice that he has these yeah it feels gimmicky i just to you. feel like this is something you just keep to yourself <laughs> oh, i'm just saying <laughs> you find a gimmicky very gimmicky mm. i think it's it's he's exploiting the cuteness of mm. his grandfather on national tv i don't think it's necessary i think he could have told her that in 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 confidence i mean i gotta say i agree with you i think that if you think about the number of minutes they've had together total and joey's had more than most i think that you should still be able to have a conversation without pulling out props I, it's props i don't like props you know co- prop comics yeah prop anything unless it's like you're specifically going for the props mm-hmm. i'm not sure what thing you go to for props alone yeah it's like it, he had to think you have to think about it he was like packing to go on the show and yes. he's like oh i gotta bring all my grandfather cards but this is gonna <laughs> land <grandfather> hard <laughs> <laughs> can't forget those yeah 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 and here's the thing those that is very touching but i agree i feel like that's something you share Later on in real life, not on camera. I totally agree. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. That's a minor. It's my detail. I'm not. I'm not maligning. No, we him. like Joey. Yeah, Lots of kissing. I meant well. He did mean well. Bad okay. Execution. So Xavier, speaking of props, to me this is different. He gives her a scarf that he knitted for her. So the thing he was knitting. All you prop people out there. Uh, yeah. Take note. Watch what Xavier did. Yeah. Yeah. This was really sweet, except I will say the conversation was just like, I'm happy. Yeah, I'm happy. And then they kiss. Yeah. Brayden, she says his rose is blooming. And I thought this was it some was great big. fourth wall breakage. He says, yeah, they gave me the biggest rose. Mm. And I just had to point this out because I think people think that, you know, the rose that she gave him on their one on one date is the same rose he has, but it's not. Ooh. If you're given a rose on a date and then later on given a rose to have at the rose ceremony. It's a different rose. It's a different rose. Because the rose is dying. Yeah, they just always want to make sure you have the most like red, perfect, perky, bloomy right. rose. Honestly, throughout this conversation, the enunciation is so bad that we could not understand what they were saying. No. But uh, it was enough to warrant kissing. Sure. Which happens a lot between Charity and Brayden. Yeah. And so after his time with her, he makes the enormous mistake of happily dancing publicly. Mm, which Aaron mm, B is mm, like mm. he's like that side eye emoji the oh, one that's like it's gloating gloating the dancing is a gloat yeah and the side eye is a is a side eye <laughs> okay so Andy we have many times bemoaned the trials and tribulations of adulting mm-hmm. it's a kind of a pain yeah in the rear end to always think about the many ways in which we have to just exist we have to look after ourselves. I know. We have to treat our bodies as temples. And, you know, I miss the days when someone would do it for me. Oh, like I if I had a medical problem, I wouldn't have to be like, oh, you know, at eight, I'm not like, oh, I got to make an appointment with the doctor. Yeah. You know, I got this thing, this pain. 
It would just be done for me. Oh, every year. I wouldn't even think about it. I know. It. My mom would take me for my eye exam, for my annual physical, all this stuff. Yeah. It was so nice. So Those nice. Were the Everything days. was nice. God, no worries. <laughs> just being cared for, just taken there. That's why we love us some ZocDoc. ZocDoc is your parents when you're eight years old. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. Even their dashboard is a place that tells you Hey, Andy, it's been a year since your last annual physical. And it's so specific. We have ways of organizing other aspects of our lives, but I feel like we're all just supposed to remember up here. I love that in ZocDoc, it has it all in one place and it's very visually pleasing. It frees up space Mm -hmm. in your processor that can be doing other things. Yes. So beyond having an amazing dashboard that acts like your parent when you're eight years old, ZocDoc is also a magnificent search engine that connects you with doctors in your area who A, accept your insurance, and you can filter, by the way, are available when you need them and treat almost every condition. And you're forgetting the most important thing is that you can search for doctors that have good reviews. Yes, you're right. I did forget that. And that is very important. Yeah. If you care about the reviews of a restaurant you're going to, you should care about the reviews of a doctor. One hundred percent. And the insurance thing cannot be overstated because, you know, there are times where you go to a doctor and then discover they don't take your insurance. What a pain in the butt. In this case, you filter it out from the get go. So you don't even see results where the doctor does not Mm -hmm. take your insurance. What Mm -hmm. a time saver. And then, oh my God, I can't believe I forgot this part. You then can book the appointment within ZocDoc. So you don't need to call the doctor's office to make the appointment. You can see their availability right there. And some are available within 24 hours of you looking. So go to ZocDoc.com slash Shandy and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top rated doctor today. ZocDoc.com, Z-O-C-D-O-C.com slash Shandy, ZocDoc.com slash Shandy. So Charlene, we have experienced recently some of the hottest days ever recorded in human history. Terrifying. Terrifying. People are kind of like, I think, feeling helpless. They're like, ah, I I can't do anything. I'm just done. This Mm -hmm. is happening. It's over. But you know what we all can do very easily Mm -hmm. is things that make our actual life easier while helping the planet. Mm -hmm. And EarthBreeze is exactly that thing. Yeah, honestly, I think EarthBreeze is a star for being able to do both. Because a lot of the times, the thing that helps the planet will make your life less convenient. It's a pain in the ass. Yeah. EarthBreeze, somehow, I don't know how they do this. They manage to do both, where you are making your life easier and doing something that instantly is better for the environment. Did you know, as it says right here, over 700 million plastic detergent jugs are discarded every year. And 91% of those end up in landfill. It's unbelievable. And that's almost entirely water for no reason. Meanwhile, EarthBreeze, look at this. This is their eco sheet for our listeners. You've heard us talk about it before. It is an index card sized. It looks like a piece of paper, but it's actually laundry detergent, light as a feather. And this goes in your wash instead of that liquid, which is almost entirely water. It cleans your clothes just as well. It's safe on sensitive skin. And we know this because Andy has sensitive skin. I do. Yes. And what a game changer. Look at the package. This is 60 loads of laundry. This is shipped to your door. You think this isn't making a difference on the trucks that are carrying it in the mail, what they're getting shipped? Like this is just, this is so small. And if you threw that away, let's say in a field, you come back a year later, that's soil. Yeah. It's biodegradable. I mean, doesn't that make you feel good? You're making things better, not worse. Also, EarthBreeze offers flexible subscription plans that can be canceled at any time. So you don't have to remember to add it to your shopping cart. 
It just gets delivered to your door. How nice. Everyone has to do laundry. Exactly. So switch from the old-fashioned goo to something new. Right now, our listeners, the Shandies, can subscribe to EarthBreeze and save a whopping 40%. Go to earthbreeze.com slash shandy to get started. That's earthbreeze, E-A-R-T-H-B-R-E-E-Z-E dot com slash shandy for 40% off. earthbreeze.com slash shandy. I'm getting a nice EarthBreeze right now. <laughs> Aaron B. now in his one-on-one time. Why yeah. do these guys do this? I don't know. Why do they do this? I don't know. He says he's grown protective of her heart uh. after his one date with her. He says Brayden is not ready for an engagement and that he's unsure about her. He doesn't want to date someone who has dated 20 of his friends. That's what Brayden has said. And Charity is miffed by this. She's frustrated. But he says, but don't worry, I am here for you. Oh, I wrote, you what know, a night. You know what? He's, he lost the always bawling moniker. <laughs> He took that from. Yeah, now it's always bullshitting. You know what this reminded me a bit of was like a guy who takes a girl to a horror movie, even though she's afraid of horror movies, just so she'll like cuddle up to him and he can like comfort her and stroke her. Yeah. Because this turned into her hugging him for support while he was like, I'll look after you. And he's going like this with her. Yeah. It just felt a little like contrived. But this is the mistake. This is where AI knows better. Yeah. Like AI would never have a guy do that because once you do that, you lose. Anytime you throw someone under the bus to the lead, I think, in my experience, you're gone. Mm. You're not going to make it. Mm. It's over for you. And, and it's sort of a, a self-fulfilling prophecy because I think the reason you're doing it is because you feel yourself slipping. Mm. But so I don't think Aaron of, B feels himself slipping. I don't know why you do that. Why do you do that? Why are you worried about someone else? I don't understand. If you're not slipping, you're just thinking about yourself. Like, why would, if I was on the show, I wouldn't be like, oh, what's this guy doing? What's that guy doing? Like, oh, let me make sure she knows that this guy's a bad guy. I would just be like, what am I doing? Yeah. What am I doing the right thing? I personally, I'm going to say it. I think it's manipulative to tell someone some, like, under the pretense of protecting them, something. To then be like, but don't worry, I'm here for the right reasons. And then later on, he even says to Brayden, I want to be her safe space. So no. you're creating an unsafe space so that you can be her safe space. Yeah, it's I think selfish. I, I do think so. It's, it's selfishness masked as compassion. Yes. But you know what this episode showed, though? Last week, I said that you can't make a villain out of nothing. Brayden wasn't rubbing anyone else wrong. What we learned from this episode, just so that our criticism here is balanced... We can't defend Brayden too hard because clearly he's doing something to rub all the guys wrong. There are enough guys who are annoyed by Brayden. Is it just that he exhibits too much confidence? Yeah, I think he's a little too flamboyant. They, they, don't, they don't like it. I think they're threatened by him. Look, I've said this before. I want to make fun of Brayden. Mm-hmm. Like he's obviously there to be made fun of. But <laughs> I think that the only fault he has in this show is that he's overly confident and that's a no-no, right? Yes. You're not supposed to be overly confident. Totally. You're supposed to lay, lay back, be like, you know, Charity will make her and decision. And the second you seem overly confident, it seems like you're there for the wrong reasons. Yeah, you look like an asshole. Yeah. So Charity confronts Brayden. He says he knows what this is about. He likes her. He always has a great time with her. And she had asked, he says that she had asked on their date if he could see himself getting down on one knee and getting engaged. And he had said, I don't know yet. We're still learning about each other. And she confirms that this is what he said. And she agrees yeah. with the takeaway. So, so far, there's no, nothing is amiss, nothing. I don't think. No. He says guys are talking about easily getting down on one knee right now. And he says they don't understand the gravity of what an engagement means. Andy, you Check. Were- 
Yeah, you were agreeing wholeheartedly with this. He says one of the biggest things is honesty. She agrees. Check. And he says, I'm not going to lie to you and tell you that I can do something that I'm not sure I can do. A plus. Yep. She says, what's annoying is hearing Aaron say Braden's saying he's struggling with dating someone who's dated all of his friends. And she says, what are you doing here then? You knew what this was. And he says, I knew what it was, but it's not easy. That's also okay. check. Uh, check. Okay. This is perfect analogy here. Uh Someone's like, let's go bungee jumping this weekend. Yeah. And you're just like a person who likes to take risks. You're like, yeah, yeah, let's do it. (laughs) Let's go bungee jumping, obviously. And then you get to that platform and you're looking over that gorge, you know, 500 feet below you and you're shitting your pants. That's a great analogy. Actually, so I have a story. One time when I was in my early to mid 20s, I took a trapeze class with two girlfriends. So there's three of us and we arrive and, you know, we, we sit through all the, the mm. we were wearing the appropriate clothing. We listen to all the instructions and she climbs up to go for her turn. And she's like, nope. Yeah, totally. totally get it. Yep. <laughs> she literally looked at what had to be done from the high vantage point and was like, nope. Yeah. And climbed back down and sat and watched us for the, for the next two, three hours of the trapeze class. And I was like, yeah. Like, good it, for you. Like you, like you don't have to do yeah, this. As opposed to being like. We said we were doing a trapeze class. What's wrong with you? Do the trapeze. <laughs> yeah, did you not know what this yeah. was? <laughs> it's so selfish of you. Just yeah. do it. I actually think, as we said earlier, that the fact that he has a hard time with this suggests that he actually really likes her. Exactly. You don't say these things mm. if you're there for the wrong reasons. No. That's what pisses me <laughs> off. And once again, we don't want to be Braden fans necessarily. I don't want to. There's nothing I want more yeah. than to not oh, be a Braden fan. Every time Braden wears a dangly earring, you think Andy doesn't want to make fun of that? Do you realize how few guys with man buns I'm a fan of? <laughs> it takes so much quality yeah. for me to get over a man bun. This guy has not done... I have not seen any great, I have not seen a felony yet. I've seen a couple of misdemeanors. He got a little bit, he jaywalked, he double parked. Mm-hmm. No big deal. Yeah, he's uh, his greatest crime is being annoying. B- uh, dangly earrings. His greatest crime is too dangly about the earring. <laughs> so the guys confront Aaron B now. Tanner says that hurt me because now she's going to tackle that. I love how they all know. It's only episode three. Yeah. These poor guys. Yeah. I hate how this is being used in this way. Agreed. So early. Mm-hmm. Usually too early. Too early and twice in a row. This just happened last week. Yeah, Come they're on. desperate. They're desperate. Like, we need drama. We need drama. We it gotta do this. It feels desperate. Yeah. I don't let's let it grow. Let it organically evolve. And there will be drama. There's yes. go, there's gonna be like six or seven guys fighting for one woman. Let the drama happen. This feels like I'm trying to think. Maybe you can come up with an analogy of something that's dying. And continues to do the thing that is killing itself. You want to know something kind of disgusting, but but true. What? There's the reason why I've learned that insects don't feel pain, what? and that I don't. I no longer feel terrible about killing like the lantern flies. We got a lot of lantern flies. Oh, those, yeah. Ooh. They're bad. Yeah. They kill. They cause like a billion dollars of damage to crops and trees. They they just they're terrible. They need to go. They need to go. Mm-hmm. And I hate killing bugs. I, yeah. It gives me great pain. But I, I had the praying mantis on the deck a few seasons ago, and I watched this praying mantis eat bugs. And what I noticed is sometimes a bug would be eating something, like like sort of eating like a piece of something on the flower, and mm-hmm. the mantis would get it and start eating it. And it would literally, while it was eating it, the bug would still be eating the thing he was eating. 
Like mm. he's not being paying attention. He's just like, I'm just finishing my meal. Yeah. Like he's being eaten in half. Wow. And that just shows there's no, it's just like a, it's like a, it's like a computer. It's like a robot. Oh. There's nothing there. There's so, no one at home. So you're comparing the Bachelor franchise. Yeah. There's no one at home. It's just a robot. It yeah, will continue to use the same. I said last night when we were watching that it feels like their handbook of tricks is three pages. Yeah. It's three pages. It's like three tricks. And if this is the same trick they used last week where it's like, oh, something will happen with Brayden, wrong reasons, and Charity will get distracted by that. She has to tackle that. How interesting. Yeah. Those guys have only been there for two weeks and they're already like, now she has to tackle that. They're using the exact same thing. The cocktail party gets canceled and the guys get no time. It's just like, come on. Is yeah. there nothing else? All these people are being paid so much money. Is there nothing else that you guys can all get in a boardroom at a big table together and think of? They have to rise up from the insect world to like at least reptile. <laughs> Reptiles, they know when things are bad. So right now the praying mantis in that analogy is like Netflix and Hulu or I don't know, these other streaming networks with their own reality shows, their love is blind, yeah, yeah. their ultimatums and their sawing bachelor in half yeah but it's still eating like it's like oh i'm enjoying this meal what's the problem yeah it doesn't matter i'll be fine i'm just gonna lose half my body <laughs> so tanner is telling aaron b that brayden's going to say what charity wants to hear and so it was all for nothing mm. but i actually have to challenge that because brayden doesn't tell charity what she wants to hear if he wanted to tell her what she wants to hear, he wouldn't have gotten himself in this situation in the first place. Yeah. He's telling her he's felt guilt over not being ready for an engagement. And she says, why do you feel guilt? And he says, because I know you want an engagement. He says, but I haven't met your family or I barely met your brother. You haven't met my family. To say all of that engagement stuff at this point in time, he says this, I think is to not take it seriously. I think that is more so taking this as a joke. I think if anything, my hesitancies are more real than what anyone else is expressing. I mean, how is that him telling her what she wants to hear? I could not have articulated that better if I had three hours to prepare. I think to take Brayden in the way we're being fed him is to not think critically about what he's saying. The guys that are like, I'm ready for engagement, I'm ready for engagement. No, no, you want an engagement with someone who only wants to propose to you, not someone who's just ready to propose to anyone. It's like these guys are coming on the show all ready to get engaged to charity. They don't even know anything about her. How much can that engagement eventually mean if they walked in ready to get engaged? Yes, that is not taking it seriously. Yes. Not a single one of these guys, if if presented with a non-ambassador situation, yeah. like they just met this girl in a bar, yeah. like, oh, you got to get engaged to her in two weeks. Yeah, Not yeah. a single one of them would say totally. we're going to do that. That's ridiculous. What are you, out of your mind? Also, think about how much more a proposal would mean coming from someone who comes from this place. Yes. This place of showing hesitation. To earn it. Yes, you earned it because like you needed me. You couldn't live without me. You had to propose to me. Me. You overcame your doubts, your skepticism of the situation because of what we share. It means so much more it, than someone who's ripe for the picking. It's actually the most shallow, selfish, like immature thing to think, oh, just because ABC picked this woman mm -hmm. to be the bachelorette, I'm automatically, yeah, yeah. the second yeah. I land in LA, yes. I'm ready to get engaged. Yes, 100%. Who would want to marry that person? No. I wouldn't want to be friends with that person. <laughs> I gotta say, in this situation, I would want someone who's like, it's a little early. 
I'm not sure, but I'm really excited about you. I think we've got something special. I'm like, let's see what happens. Then someone who's like, I was ready yesterday. How bespoke can your feelings be if you were ready to get engaged yesterday? Do you know what I would feel if I was on this show and people like you, let's say you were a contestant, you were like, oh, I'm definitely, I'm ready to get engaged. Like I would feel like I was being used. Yes, yes. How can this not be the way everyone sees this? I feel like I'm going in crazy. We're, like, cr- we're changing a few people's minds. People, I'm fine. People are swayed by his dangly earrings and yeah. by his general slight dangly. obnoxiousness. He's a little annoying. He's a little annoying. Yeah. On the scale of annoying, he's a little above like yes. garden variety. And we cannot ignore, as I've said before, the fact that where there's smoke, there's fire. He is doing something socially to annoy the guys around him. Absolutely. But what Tanner said shows that they don't actually know him very well. Tanner said he's going to tell her what she wants to hear. No. He was honest, actually. That shows that they don't know him at all. And that shows that they are misunderstanding his obnoxiousness as they're reading it as overconfident. 100%. And don't forget, he got the first impression, Rose. So the target was on his back. And instead of most people who get the first impression, they're they're like, 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 yeah, like, like, you think I didn't do that? Sucking back into the bushes. Oh, I fully did that. I pulled a full blown home. You disappeared completely. You wouldn't even show up on camera when they demanded it. (laughs) Yeah, when I got the first impression, Rose, I'm like, I don't know why I got this. You were done. Can I go home? Why do I have this? Can I do the rest? Can I work at home for the rest of this season? But he had a target on his back. And instead of doing what everyone else does, mm-hmm. he was like, look at me. Yeah. I got it. I'm the dude. Yeah. And that's wrong. And let's remember this guy. What does he do for a living? Is he a, is he, does he sell medical equipment? No, he's a stay at home nurse. He oh. literally sits at the travel home. nurse. Oh, travel yeah, nurse. No, well, it's close enough. The opposite I don't know what, I didn't even know nurse. what a state. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm a little lost here, but he's a travel nurse. Yeah. He goes and travels to be nurse, a nurse. For people, I assume, in their home. I think some of those situations are pretty difficult. Like this guy is not, he's not a monster. Mm. He's doing, he's committed his life to something that is very noble. Noble. Oh my God. He's not a bad, yeah. I mean. Yeah. Anyway, people are going to come at us again for not hating Brayden. I don't understand it. I want to. I want to have a reason to. I haven't been given one. We're very passionate about it because, because look, if everyone was like, we love Brayden, we'd be like, oh, okay. Yeah. That that kind of makes sense. Yeah. The more anti-Brayden people are, the more we feel the need to defend. It's very much like Thomas from Katie's season. Yeah. Thomas, I just still don't understand. Yeah. What what were they hating on? Yeah. Because he said he wanted to be the Bachelor. Uh, Which he didn't even say. It was like squeezed out of him when he said it had crossed his mind. Like it crossed all of theirs. But they're like, no, I've never thought of that. And you know what would have made him a worse person? is if he said no I never thought of that yes that would made him an insincere piece of shit (laughs) (laughs) which he's not and in this situation, if Brayden just said what was expected of him which is that oh I 100% yes I can get down on one knee said all the things then that would make him less sincere yes I think we've made our point I think we've made our point. Actions speak louder than words. It is more effortful. It is harder to say what he's saying than it is to say what everyone is expecting you to say and pressing you to say. And honesty is not always rewarded with praise. No, no. It's actually not appreciated enough. No. Although I do think Charity appreciates it. I appreciate that Charity appreciates his honesty. As a matter of fact, I think Charity, despite going through all these kind of cliched motions of like, oh, I'm going to do this, or maybe I'm going to get rid of him, or I'm going to take his rose back. You know, she's kind of doing that probably when she was pressured. 
But deep down, I think Charity sees what what Braden is, and that's why he's still around and he's around strong. Okay, so the men, of course, are all bemoaning not having time because nothing's happening. They're all just spending time with each other, like they have been all day, every day. And of course, Jesse arrives. This is where they're using page one of the handbook. Uh, This uh, two weeks in a row now. He says, "Charity got news. She's upset. She's upset. The cocktail party's canceled." Oh my god. Okay, so at this rose ceremony, the people going home are Aaron S, Adrian, and James. There's this big hype of you know we thought there was going to possibly be a Braden. Can I speak with you for a second? Where she might take away his rose. That didn't happen. No. It was all all for show. You know why we knew that wasn't going to happen? Because they talked about it too much. Mm, You're right. One time they mentioned it. One time I was like, still don't know. Two times I was like. Mm. Uh, probably not having three times definitely not yeah happening. you can't keep threatening something like that no it means it's not especially happening. when the music starts right no aaron s i lost my wild card sorry i think i'm the first to lose one it's okay we have to have a sound effect for that I'm down to four. Okay, Okay, so credits now. This is Brayden and Charity in the ball in America's number one ballpark. She asks what he does when he's at home and no one else is around, and he says he'll make a cup of coffee and just sit on the toilet with it. Andy, you were upset that this was saved for credits and not put in the actual date. That's that should have been the date. That's what I want to see. That shows something. There's something different there. Yeah. That's who they really That's are. That's amusing. I want to watch a couple talk about random stuff. That's what we do. Isn't that why yeah, people yes. watch our podcast? Yes. Like we're, not, we're, not we're not sitting here talking about how much we yeah. love oh each my other God. All When the time. I woke up this morning, I just looked in your eyes and it was <laughs> just, so amazing to be with you. I cannot believe I found you. I just love being married to you every day. Right? Yes. And every day, like I wake up every day, I get to be with you again. Oh, oh. It's I f- amazing. I feel so connected with you're you. You're so beautiful. Yeah, you're ev- I, beautiful inside you're and everything out. everything I've ever been looking for. Oh my God. And I feel <laughs> the same way about you. I want to meet your family. I want to have a family with you. I want to do everything with you. <laughs> Isn't this amazing? <laughs> Okay, so Andy, finally, you're a game. Brayden. Okay. No surprise. No contest. Yes, I don't disagree with you at this point. Last week, I was like, okay, you're making a point. This week, I feel like I'm on on a different planet. The fact that people are still anti This has happened before. (laughs) Honestly, I must be recapping the wrong show because I feel this way a lot. Okay, so now, word watch, Andy, there were zero Zero, spring breaks. Thought we'd get one, but no. Yeah, there were a total of 203 correct guesses. Yeah. And our winner of the ultimate self-care bundle from Athena Club, a whopping $186 value, is Riley King. Congratulations. Please email us by this Friday at midnight to claim your prize. Very exciting. Yeah. That, one, that one was That's the a first. Big, it's a big prize. Yeah. And Andy, what would you say the word watch word or words is yeah. or are for next week. I'm going to go with a phrase. Mm-hmm. It's an oldie but a goodie. Right reason. Ooh. Okay, so right reason. Z- or z. z. Yeah. Okay. Wrong reasons doesn't count. No, and right or reason doesn't count. Okay. <laughs> so right reason or right reasons. Correct. Okay, perfect. And we have a new prize for next mm-hmm. week. We have a very exciting yeah. lineup of prizes this season. That's some good season. prizes this yeah. season. We're keeping it's you worth listening. Guessing. Even if you don't like the podcast, worth staying just for the word watch. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, you have a higher chance of winning. I know it's hard to win, but in terms of winning things, this is not a bad... It's not bad. 
I mean, you got like, it's like a set, something high hundreds to one chance of winning. Yeah. Like when you play the lottery, you, you do you know what's amazing about the lottery? What? The value of the ticket. Like you're paying $2 for a lotto ticket. Yeah. You're like, oh, there's nothing. I might as well. Do you know that you're overpaying by like 800% oh. for the real odds? Um, like the, a lotto ticket should cost like 20 cents. Wow. If you want the real, like if you're in a casino and you're betting, you know, red, black and roulette, yeah. the value, it should be 20 cents for a lotto mm. ticket. So you're getting ripped off at $2. Yeah. This is, a you're paying nothing except you have to listen to us. <laughs> it's a good value. So our prize for for right reasons is $150 worth of LMNT, zero sugar electrolytes. We're obsessed with this stuff. Amazing. You get their insider bundle and their water bottle. We loved their stuff so much that we reached out to ask if they would sponsor the Word Watch, and they said yes. Yeah, and trust me, you're going to like this. This is not, I know you're thinking like, what is this? You're going to like yes, it. Yes. I drink this us. all day, probably yeah. too much of it. Yeah. It's amazing. It's great. Okay, so to win this $150 value prize, you must guess correctly the number of times you predict right reason or right reasons will be uttered in episode four. You will guess by commenting either below this YouTube video or on the Instagram post for this recap. You must use a numeral. This isn't becoming a trend. Do not write twice. Do not write once. Do not write thrice. It's one, two, three, four. Use the numeral. And do not email us. Do not DM us. <laughs> Comment. I like the emails. Uh, I actually get a good out of it. Oh, yeah. No, the DMs, I'm like, no. Comment. You, you're <laughs> only shooting yourself in the foot. You're not. You have a chance to win. So please listen carefully to these instructions. You must do so by this Friday at midnight. And if you guess correctly, you will be put in a pile. And then one name will be drawn randomly by Andy to win the $150 prize from Elementi. Yeah. Great. Good stuff. Shall we move on? We shall. Okay, finally, Andy, our predictions. Who do you have in your top spot? Joey. He's doing everything right. Okay. I mean, I agree with that. I mean, he, in reality, he's the AI contestant. Yeah. Right down to packing his grandfather's letters uh, Yeah, <laughs> that's such an AI move. Okay, in my top spot, I have Dotton. I've moved him back up to that. top. I am just rooting for him. Yep. What he said about her, it showed he saw her and you could tell she values that. She cried being mm -hmm. called competent. I agree. You that know, was his moment. That was real specificity. Yeah. It wasn't just you're beautiful. No. You're kind. You're considerate. Yeah. I can competent. see a life with you. Yeah. Competent. Competent. Very specific. Very specific. Okay. In your second spot. Dotton. Anything you want to add? No. Okay. I am Joey. He's 6'10". That's a lot. <laughs> Gonna add that. Joey. I have Joey for the same reasons as okay. you. I mean, AI. AI. <laughs> okay. And in your third spot, do, who do you have? I have Xavier pulling in. I also put Xavier Ooh. Wow. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Xavier, I still maintain that if they end up together, the powers that be did not do their love story justice by not showing just a snippet of their one-on-one -on -one time last week at the after party for the volleyball group date. Yeah. However, Xavier is the dark horse of the season. Absolutely. I feel like Xavier was, was, was sitting behind, like, what do you call it? Drafting in NASCAR where you sit behind the car and okay. you, you take the wind uh -huh. away from yourself and you put it on the, the guy in front of you. Okay. It's a great description of drafting. But <laughs> but I think Aaron was the, in front, in front and he was just, Xavier was just sitting behind and Aaron's like, what the hell is this guy doing behind me? And he's just like, <laughs> yeah. and he went ahead. That was it. He took his spot. I had, I was thinking of putting Aaron in the third spot, 
but he's gone you now. know what aaron did it's like in mario kart where you take a shortcut but it's difficult you have to like hop over a big canyon or something and you can save a lot of time but it's difficult to execute that's what aaron b did this week and it's costing him. he dropped into the thing where yeah. you get the parachute he, he was trying to get ahead by being her safe space no, but instead it's going to cost him in the long yeah. run i hate that when you get the parachute thing taking yeah yeah off. oh and it costs you coins <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. Also, I never really care about I don't the know coins. the coins are yeah, kind of coins just, are weird. I think that, yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. Okay, so in your fourth spot, who do you have? I am sticking with Brayden. He deserves a spot. Okay. I don't have, I mean, I've never had Brayden in my top four. I'm keeping Aaron B in my top four, but he has dropped all the way down to fourth. I have a strict policy that once you throw someone under the bus mm. with the lead, it's over. My problem with Brayden, though, is that he's too entrenched in drama in the house. He's too disliked. So even separate from what he's telling Charity, all the dislike of him will catch up with him. It's too costly. You're, you, you may be right, but so far, Charity's not buying it. She may so be going far, through the motions. It's only episode three. She has plenty of time to buy it. But I think if Charity, I trust Charity's decision making. I think if she really likes him, which I think she does, uh-huh. I think she's going to rise above the bullshit. I really appreciate that she's not swayed yeah. the way some others have been. Some leads would have already kicked him. Yes, the curb. totally. Based on hearsay yeah. alone. So I really appreciate yeah. that. I do wish she were a bit more like Zach in that she was like, I don't want to hear it. Yeah, but no one can be like Zach. No. That was he's unique. <laughs> no one can be for Zachy. No. <laughs> okay, I have Aaron B. I just still think Aaron B's oh, a front sure. runner. It says a lot that Charity was like, it came from Aaron B. Yeah. Oh, she my hero. She put a lot of stock. Yeah. She's like, Aaron B said it. It's different from Adrian saying it. It's Aaron B. It, it, it was kind of like a little bit of hubris for me to replace Aaron B with Brayden. Yeah. I think I'll, I'll regret that. Yeah. You're making a, a point. I'm making a point. making a point. Making a point. Okay, Andy. That's a wrap. All right. Episode three. Already. Episode three is always a difficult recap. Yeah, things are starting to get going. There's a lot of guys, and it's very hot. Can we talk about how hot it is? It's hot. I've been scalding. You can't have the AC on because it's too loud. And people in the South are like, shut up. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Hold my beer. Okay, if you enjoyed what you heard today, you know what we will ask of you, and that is to like, subscribe, hit the notification bell, follow us on Instagram, and TikTok. Leave us Apple and Spotify. Podcast ratings and reviews. Tell your friends. And I once again forgot to say this at the top of the episode. (sighs) You were supposed to remind me it's your fault. I was. It yeah. is my fault. It's usually my fault. Next, Everything is my fault. <laughs> next week. Don't let me forget. Top of the episode. Top of the episode. Top of the episode. Top, top of the, the episode. episode. And remind episode. me in the comments, tell me to remind her. <laughs> I count on you guys. And generally do all the things you would do to support a podcast you enjoy. Thanks so much for tuning in and we'll see you next time on Dear Shandy. Bye-bye.